Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Back live from the AYS studios. We were out of internet last night because of Rudy Pooh Spectrum. And Rudy Pooh Candy Ass Hurricane Ida. But you're not here to listen to that. You're not here to listen about Blake Rafino's problems. It's not like my name is Jay Z. And I got 99 problems and a hoe ain't one. No, no, no. You are here (laughs) to hear about Lincoln Riley. And we're here to deliver. A huge show in store for you tonight. Did Lincoln Riley truly get offered $96 million? We will discuss. Does fall in line on some things that we've heard over the last couple of weeks, but we still will discuss. And what am I hearing? We'll talk about that. What is the truth? We also have people saying that they're denying those claims. Uh, We will touch on them as well. (laughs) Going to be very, very interesting. Parker Thune, who covers the Oklahoma Sooners, will be joining us around 7.20 p.m. Central Time. So you're getting all of the LSU, all of the LSU side of things. We're going to take it to another realm, and we're going to go to Lincoln. Oh, excuse me. I mean Norman. (laughs) We're going to go to Norman, Oklahoma, and we're going to talk to our good friend, Parker Thune. Coaching Carousel, we'll talk about that. And I'm implementing something tonight on this Wednesday night. We're going Jimmy Kimmel Live in this hoe. We're going Jimmy Kimmel Live, and we're doing mean tweets. People who send AYS mean tweets, you're going to get loud capped. You're going to get loud capped. (laughs) All right. I'm really looking forward to mean tweets. 
I'm really looking forward to mean tweets, if we're being honest. That's my favorite part of tonight's show, if I do say so myself. All right, before we get started, let's do this. Let's get some comments, and then we'll get rolling. Craig Schilling, my good bud, says, Ah, we are live. That we are. Jimbo says on YouTube, to hit that like button, boys. Yes, all of you, hit the like. So if you're on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the notification bell, hit the subscribe button, share to all your social media platforms. If you're on Facebook, do us a favor by hitting the like button as well. Share to all of your social media platforms. If you're on YouTube, Twitter, uh, if you're on YouTube or uh, Twitter, excuse me, don't forget to follow and hit the retweet. And uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast following the show, don't forget to subscribe there as well. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody hit the like and share. Craig Granger says, how y'all living? MST on YouTube says, LFG, we are live. That we are. Michael Ray say, says on YouTube as well. It, it is a plane on the way to Tuscaloosa as we speak home, but there's also a plane in Norman, Oklahoma. So we're going to stay away from the planes. Or are we? Is Oklahoma considered the Western Plains? <laughs> Y'all, it's going to be a fun show. It's going to be a fun, fun show. Uh, and Michael Roby on YouTube says, the Pirate King is a bum. Yeah. I don't really know who the Pirate King is. You guys are going to have to tell me. Uh, and Dorian asks, I think, or says, I think Caleb Williams follows Lincoln Riley to LSU, and it makes sense. So we'll, we'll, we'll start there. We will start there. A lot of comments already flying in. So do us a favor. Yes, I've already said it. Hit the like and share. we got to pay some bills around this thing. None better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons and betonline.ag. Well, I got to hit the play button. <laughs> With 64 years of experience, nobody's better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225 664 9992. That's 225-664-9992, or go see them over at 2500 Florida Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. And our good friends over at betonline.ag, guys, since it's been legal in the state of Louisiana to place mobile bets, there's no better place than betonline.ag. Whip up through your mobile device at the end of the show, place all your bets. We're still 14-1-1 in the last month on our NFL bets. The, the place that we do that is betonline.ag. Use the Believe 50 tab, the Believe 50 tab, and AYS tab. That way they know that your good buddy, Blake Rafino sent you on bond. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. <laughs> All right, we got a super chat already from Brian Pitton, Brian and Annie Pitton, that says... Hey, Blake, if Luke is the guy, I don't know who, who you mean Luke Fickle. I hope he doesn't, I hope he don't bing his DC what you think. Um, Brian, can you clarify? Can you clarify what, what you're asking there? Uh, Ryan says, jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man. Nah, 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 them boys up to something. <clears throat> I think I need some robot tussing. So if you want to know what I was saying there, 
if you want to know what I was saying there on Twitter, if you missed a tweet, I was saying that LSU is coughing up the money. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. And everybody's here to talk about Lincoln. I know. I know. Um, so if you missed it today, our good friend, a guy that's been on the show, the guy that I consider a very good friend and a dear friend to me, Jacob Crane. J- I, sh- I shouldn't have used Jacob. Jake Crane from the J-Boy Show. He goes live on the volume as part of the volume sports. He is reporting that he has heard that LSU has offered Lincoln Riley an eight-year contract worth $96 million. Now, I'm not going to put words in his mouth. Y'all can go listen to it. They clipped it. It's on Twitter. I'm sure it's on YouTube. You can go find it. But he is reporting that Lincoln Riley has been offered this by LSU. Now, there's a couple of things here. And a lot of people, this is what's going to happen. So I just want everybody to know what's going to happen after Jake reported this. Guys that are established in this business that did not break this news are going to start coming out saying that it's false. Guys like Bruce Feldman, who last night on this show, last night on this show, I told you, we got the clip, we can play it. I told you on this show that today that some news was going to wind up breaking. Some news was going to wind up being out there. And I also told you that there was going to be, right after this news, there was going to be something that followed that that said that Lincoln Riley did not get an offer and, and would try to downplay all of the LSU and Lincoln Riley news. Let me tell you why this is going. Because I told you this literally 24 hours ago to the dot. On the dot, 24 hours ago, this is what we talked about. Let me tell you what the real truth is. I have heard from people that I trust. Now, there's a lot of you that have been following AYS for a long time. A long time. We've been doing this about to be going on to five years. And I don't mean this in a wrong way. We try to be as correct as we can, when we can, And we try to be right instead of first. That is the ultimate goal here, to be right instead of first. Because really and truthfully, it doesn't matter if you're first if you're not right. Hence, the news about Lincoln Riley's agent today. He has not uh, changed agencies. Where that shit came from, I have no idea. I have heard from people that I trust that Lincoln, that LSU is planning and, and, and putting things in place to offer Lincoln Riley, or if they have not already, a figure in the ballpark of anywhere between $10 million to going up as, as north as $15 million. I've been saying that for three weeks. Three weeks on this show that that's some things that I've been hearing. The only name that I've really pushed, pushed, over the last three and a half weeks, has been Lincoln Riley. Now, I trust, here's what I trust. I trust personally what Jake Crane said. I don't know of a more reliable human being in this market than him. I'm not saying he's wrong, but I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not going to confirm his story because I did not talk to the people that he talked to. What I will say is it falls in line with some of the same things that we have heard. It is my opinion 
and I want to make this very well known, it is my opinion. I think that the number one target right now for LSU and Scott Woodward is Lincoln Riley. Here is my reasoning behind that. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Before I get, let me get a sip of water. Let's go back to the last five head coaches that Scott Woodward has hired. All the way back to Chris Peterson. Now, I have called people in Washington. I have talked to people at Baylor because it was, you know, the Baylor connection was between LSU. I have called Texas A&M people, and they all say the same thing relatively other than one coaching search. Chris Peterson was well-known to be the next head coach of the Washington Huskies when Scott Woodward was the athletic director there. He was. Also, when Scott Woodward was the athletic director at Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher, for two, three months, was known, and everybody felt and knew that Jimbo Fisher was going to be the next head coach of Texas A&M. Same for Buzz Williams. Now let's fast forward to LSU. When the LSU women's basketball head coaching search started, or was not legitimately started, but was underway, when we knew that Nikki Fargus was not going to be retained by LSU and she was going to be going elsewhere, the only person we talked about was Kim Mulkey. The only coaching search that Scott Woodward has been a part of over the last five years that there hasn't been a lot of smoke around one candidate has been Jay Johnson. And I I feel as if, and this is my opinion, again, on opinion, my opinion is that if college baseball were as big as college football there would be more leaks in that search. I still think that Scott Woodward did not get the guy that he was after originally. Things came up. I fully believe that. And I fully believe that Jay Johnson was either the second or third choice. And it's okay because Jay Johnson, all puns intended, is knocking it out of the park. So you have all these coaching searches that Scott Woodward's been at. Even going back as far as Nick Saban, that there's always been a lot of smoke around one candidate. That candidate right now is Lincoln Riley. Now, do I personally have hesitation about what's going on? You're damn right. Are people upset and mad at me for constantly talking about Lincoln Riley? There are some, and that's a part of what mean tweets will be later on. People are calling me crazy and stupid for even talking about it. Guys, we, to the people that are upset about us talking about Lincoln Riley and all the smoke that's surrounding him to LSU, if you think that we can't, we're not going to come out here and talk about it, you're a damn fool. We cover LSU, you roadie-poo. Stop being so naive and so stupid. I don't know if, if what this is worth, but I do think that Lincoln Riley is my personal number one choice at this point. Now, I can be convinced out of that. I can be talked out of that. I'm not saying that I'm in complete love with him. Um, but let's talk about some things 
that have that have people concerned about Lincoln Riley. Number one, it's been the defense. He's had six years at Oklahoma and he can't fix the defense. Guys, I'm sorry to tell you, for everybody that has that thought, to everybody that has that thought, and especially the people that have the thought, well, Oklahoma can get recruits. Do you realize how hard it is to get people to leave their state that they're from and go elsewhere? LSU is a perennial power and has been a perennial power over the last five years. And look how hard it's been at times for them to go outside the state and get huge talent. Hell, the only reason Alabama does it is because they're Alabama and they have Nick Saban. There's a different dynasty, a different culture that's bred there. The reason Nick Saban has so much success is because it happens now in early signing period, in the late signing period with recruiting. Oklahoma, quite simply, cannot go get the same amount of recruits and the same value of recruits in the state of Oklahoma that you can get in Louisiana and at LSU. Simple. And that is factual. When's the last time you remember a superstar in the NFL being from Oklahoma? Because quite possibly the rookie of the year this year in the NFL is a kid from Metairie, Louisiana. The kid last year that probably should have been the rookie of the year in Justin Jefferson is from Destrahan. So you mean to tell me with what Lincoln has been able to recruit nationally offensively that if he has the resources of talent in the state of Louisiana, that he would just simply not have success? Now let's get to the defense. I can name very talented individuals that played on the defense from the state of Louisiana. Tredavious White is quite honestly the best cornerback in the NFL to date. That's not an opinion. That's not me stating that. Blake, you're saying that because you're an LSU fan. He hasn't given up a touchdown all season long. In the NFL. Name the last corner from Oklahoma. From the state of Oklahoma. You can't. So if you have worries about Lincoln Riley, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. This is going to continue to be a thing until the day that Lincoln Riley comes out and says, not like he did the other day, Because he's going to have to Jimbo Fisher this thing. He's going to have to come out and say, I'm not going anywhere. I got ranches over here. I got ranches over there. I got so many ranches, my name should be Hidden Valley. Tell me I'm wrong. All right, we got a couple super chats in here on YouTube. Let's get to them. Um, We got a lot of comments flying in, too. Kenny Russell with a $9 Super Jet says, Blake, I heard that Bruce Feldman said Lincoln wasn't coming to LSU. Can you confirm that, or is that false? 
Um, here's what I'm going to say on the Bruce Feldman. And, I, and, and look, Parker Thune is going to be coming and joining us shit now. So we need to probably get to a break. Um, but let me, let me just say this. I think that Bruce Feldman is a good reporter. I also don't know if I fully believe Bruce Feldman because of all of the stuff that's happened with LSU and Bruce Feldman and reporting and Ed Orgeron. People have to understand what's going on around Ed Orgeron. And I told you, guys, I told you this last night, 24 hours ago, that Bruce Feldman would break the story or break a story that Lincoln Riley's not coming and watch out for it not coming from Ed Orgeron. Literally 24 hours ago. I'm not calling Bruce Feldman a liar. I'm not saying that he doesn't have good sourcing. I'm not saying any of that. What I am saying is that I'm a little iffy. That's all I'm saying. All right, we got a couple more Super Chats in here. And then we're going to get to Parker Thune, uh, who covers Oklahoma. Really looking forward to that. Brian and Annie Pitton sends a $5 Super Chat. Says, I meant Riley. Sorry. Does he bring his D.C. Alex Grinch? Well, let's ask ask Parker Thune if that would be an option uh, or not. We got a lot of comments we got to get to. We'll get to them. I'm trying to get to the last Super Chat before we get Parker in here. It's going to be really good to get him in here. We got about 500 of you guys in here live currently. Uh, So we want to talk to him about this Oklahoma LSU Lincoln Riley search. Last one before we get to him. Dane B says, hey, Blake, T-L-T-T-H, bro. I love it. I love it. All right, let's do this. Don't go anywhere. Oh, look at here. Power Hour LSU with Carter. The Power sends his $2 Super Chat. The man, <laughs> the man that got this shit all starting, really, because he said a month ago that this was going to happen. Carter, <laughs> watch out, dog. The people are coming for you because <laughs> he, he started all of this. All right. All right. Let's do this. Let's get to a very quick break, and we're going to get Parker in here. None better than our good friends over at the Ryan uh, Drake Williams Law Firm. Guys, I got to tell you this. A lot of us have been affected by Hurricane Ida. If you've been affected by Hurricane Ida and your insurance company is really hurting you with paying their claim, call them today for a free consultation. They will get it done, and they will help you out. That's Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Guys, are you having issues with your insurance company after Hurricane Ida? You need the free consultation from the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. 985-386-7600. That's 985-386-7600. Let them know your good good friend Blake Ruffino over at AYS sent you on by. And our good friends over at Roche's Lawn and Landscaping, 225-937-7220. That's 225-937-7220. You want an outdoor patio kitchen? You want your yard looking the best in its neighborhood? There's nobody better then Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape. Again, that's 225-937-7220. Tell him your good friend Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you on by. Okay, we got Parker Thune joining us. He covers the Oklahoma Sooners. Parker, before we get started and before all of the crazy Bayou Bengal fans uh, uh, start in the comments, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Great to be with you. Well, it's great. It's it's good to have you here. And, and look, I just want to start here, and I'm going to give you the floor, because a lot of people that cover LSU, myself included, a lot has been going on over the last, let's just say, 12 hours and even more uh, about Lincoln Riley to LSU. From the Oklahoma side, what can you tell us? What are you hearing? 
and I'll just give you the floor, and we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah, so look, here's the thing. The reports of LSU being interested in Lincoln Riley and to the point of extending an offer to be their head coach, uh, from what I know, are credible. Obviously, Scott Woodward, uh, that, that's an option that's very much on the table for him. That's something that they've explored. Lincoln Riley hasn't yet interviewed for the job. And I don't know, Blake, is it public knowledge that Dave Aranda has? Do people know that? Say that again. Say that part, last part again. You kind of broke up. Oh, I'm, I apologize. Uh, okay. Is it is it public knowledge? Do people realize that Dave Aranda has already interviewed for that job? I, I'm going to keep that one close to the vest, uh, but okay. it's not necessarily public knowledge, I wouldn't say. Okay, got you. So, needless to say, LSU has already been conducting interviews for their head coaching vacancy. Lincoln Riley has not been the subject of one of those interviews. That said, Lincoln Riley, by all accounts and based on what I've heard, is near the top, if not at the very top, of Scott Woodward's board. And so, I have it on very good authority that that job is Lincoln Riley's if he wants it, and LSU is prepared to offer him a sizable sum of money. However, here's what people need to realize uh, regarding this whole conversation. And look, like I said, Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley to LSU, well, I'm not going to totally squash it. I think it's unlikely, and here's why. Okay. You take a look at what Jimbo Fisher said in his press conference yesterday when he was asked about the LSU job, where, and I'm paraphrasing here, he basically said, look, I am – the dumbest human being on the planet if I recruit all these elite blue chip players to Texas A&M and then go across the river <laughs> to play against them at right, LSU. Right. Now, Jimbo Fisher handled that phenomenally. He did. Like, and I understand he's been fielding those rumors and questions about those rumors for quite some time. So he's had a bit of an inkling that he was going to have to deal with that situation again and he was going to have to squash it. So I know he's in a... Uh, He's in a much better place to quash those rumors than Lincoln Riley is. But at the same time, what Jimbo Fisher said is absolutely just as applicable, if not more so, to Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley, similarly, is the dumbest human being in the world if he's recruiting all this four- and five-star talent to Oklahoma in the class of 2022 and the class of 2023 in order to go to LSU and play against those guys in the SEC. So you have to keep that in mind. You also have to keep in mind that LSU, Blake, as I'm sure you're aware, is going to be paying two buyouts this offseason to Ed Orgeron and Les Miles. So, that said, if it turns into a bidding war, like if there's legitimate interest on Lincoln Riley's part, and he is giving LSU the time of day for this head coaching vacancy, and he goes to Oklahoma and says, hey, I'm going to need you to match this offer, Oklahoma's going to do it. And at that point, if LSU has to, <laughs> has to get more money, if they got to have more money on the table to offer Lincoln Riley, I don't know there's there's a sum that Oklahoma wouldn't be willing and able to match because the the thing you got to know about Oklahoma is that there's a lot of old money, there's a lot of oil money in that state and particularly in the circle of boosters at the University of Oklahoma. So if Oklahoma athletic director Joe Castiglione went to the boys with the big banking accounts and said, "Hey, I'm going to need another 3 to 4 million dollars to keep Lincoln Riley around," it would be done. Mm -hmm. And so I consider it quite unlikely, especially also given the fact that Lincoln Riley just finished building a $5 million house just outside of Norman and is using it as a very conspicuous recruiting tool. And moreover, the fact that he has told many of his elite recruits 
in the class of 2021, 2022, 2023, that he is in it for the long haul at Oklahoma. I find it very difficult to believe that he would jump ship this year in 2021. Now, is Lincoln Riley the head coach at a different institution or even in the NFL five or six years down the road? Sure, I think that's perfectly fair. But as far as making a move this offseason, I don't see it happening based on what I've heard and based on the natural kind of progression of where Lincoln Riley's Oklahoma career has taken him, where it is taking him and just kind of intuition therein. So we got the Oklahoma side for you and from you. And I think that there are some interesting tidbits there. Number one, there has been some people out there talking and you talked a lot about recruiting there about the Oklahoma, the state of Oklahoma and the recruiting base versus maybe in a Louisiana recruiting base has that ever been an issue for Lincoln Riley about having to go out of state all the time and getting recruits would he do you think that LSU offers anything more or anything less than what Oklahoma would I don't necessarily think it offers anything less I think obviously LSU in terms of its recruiting pull in terms of its stature and allure LSU offers a lot. That's why LSU cleans house and in-state recruiting every single year. That's why they can go places like California and Florida and Texas and recruit big-time top-of-the-line talent. But here's another thing that you have to keep in mind as it pertains to Lincoln Riley and recruiting is that, A, Lincoln Riley has additional recruiting support staff coming at Oklahoma. That's something he's been pushing for. That's something that the university is going to make accommodations for. Additionally, within the last two years, he has built inroads that did not previously exist Mm -hmm. at several of the powerhouse high schools across the country. So you look at modern day in California, you look at Bishop Gorman in Las Vegas, which granted Oklahoma already had a bit of a tie into, but Duncanville in Texas, St. Thomas Aquinas and American heritage in Florida, very conspicuously Gonzaga college in Washington, DC, where Oklahoma came out with Caleb Williams in the last recruiting class and ended up making an inroad into Highland Springs and several other uh, elite Washington, D.C. area high schools there in the DMV. So Lincoln Riley and his staff have been able to build relationships and been able to get in at several of those powerhouse high schools to such an extent that you look ahead four or five years down the road, Oklahoma, at least as things are trending right now, at least based on the trajectory of that program and their ability to recruit, they're going to be able to go into pretty much any state in the country. And, you know, you're not going to, I don't think Oklahoma is ever going to be the type of program like Alabama is where they're automatically, you know, they show up, offer a kid and they're automatically one of his top three schools. I don't think anybody is going to be at least not in the foreseeable future. Nobody's going to be on Alabama's level in that regard, but Oklahoma is going to be able to go across the country and be able to make substantial plays for elite recruits, regardless of where they're at geographically. And historically speaking, the vast majority of the Sooners roster has come from Oklahoma and it's come from Texas. So what Lincoln Riley has done already at the University of Oklahoma in terms of expanding its brand and its stature as a national recruiting phenomenon at that school is remarkable, and he continues to build on that and gain upward momentum year to year. And his staff, his positional coaches, his assistants have been a huge part of that as well. So what they have going at Oklahoma is working, and there's a lot of momentum there. Again, money talks. And so I'm never (laughs) going to rule out Lincoln Riley going somewhere else for the right price. But 
he understands what he has at Oklahoma. He especially understands what he has in his quarterback, Caleb Williams, who not only is a tremendous football player, but a great leader of men and has done wonders for the university on the recruiting trail as well. So with what he has at Oklahoma, again, it's going to take a lot when you look at the momentum that this program has. It's going to take a lot for him to go elsewhere, at least for the time being. If he were to leave and come to LSU, okay, so I w- I'm glad that you are here to talk about more around what's going to Oklahoma and the feeling, and I'm assuming that's the feeling around Oklahoma, what you're talking about right now around the, uh, the athletic building and everything like that. If he were to leave, why? Meaning if he were to leave to LSU, and I know that money talks, but do you think that there's – is there an inkling of, of worry there that he's going to pick up ship and come to Louisiana? Or is it more like, hey, we're pretty confident he's staying? No, I don't think there's any worry at the for the time being that Lincoln Riley is going to leave. Because like I said, I think the university is willing and able to match any offer – that comes Lincoln Riley's way for a head coaching job. And I also think, you know, you also have to keep in mind how far money goes in a place like Oklahoma. He's making $8 million a year, making $8 million a year in the state of Oklahoma is like making 25, $30 million in the state of California or Florida. (laughs) So that comes into play as well. $8 million functionally is a lot of money for where he's at geographically in the United States. So I think that's another factor as well. If he comes to LSU, I mean, look, the reality is, I think the reason he would come to LSU is if they offer him an amount of money that he can't turn down, a degree of control over the program that supersedes what he has at Oklahoma. And then I think LSU's ability to recruit nationally, LSU's brand, the size of the stadium, everything it has going for it as an athletic department. I mean, that's just additional ammunition in the barrel for the Tigers. So I do think, look, LSU, for my money, LSU is one of the three most attractive destinations in college football for a head coach. I think it is a top tier coaching job. I I had this conversation on my radio show today uh, with a couple of callers, a couple of listeners, and we were legit. We were going through which collegiate coaching jobs are the best of the best. And for my money, the top tier is Alabama, LSU, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Oklahoma probably in that order. Those are the five best jobs in college football. So for Lincoln Riley to leave a top tier job for another top tier job, again, I think it just comes down to he's got to have way more money. He's got to have way more control. But the fit at LSU, based on what that program can do, uh, recruiting wise, and in terms of their allure as a program, (laughs) I think absent Caleb Williams, Lincoln Riley is a fool not to consider being the next head coach at LSU but just based on all he has at Oklahoma right now it just it doesn't make sense to make that move because if it is much more than a lateral move I don't think it makes sense at this point in his career if that if that if you you understand what I'm putting yeah Yeah. it makes sense uh one more and Parker you've been fantastic dude uh one more we'll we'll get you on out of here look I know (laughs) I, I I know that this might sound like sound crazy And I don't know necessarily how to frame the question, okay? Because, you know, you've been in my seat. Sometimes you, you you have something in your head and you can't articulate it well. Oh, yes, of course. Oklahoma's coming to the SEC. Do you think that there's a part of Lincoln that says, well, you know what, the conference doesn't really matter. Nothing really matters in, in that aspect because we'll be going to the SEC 
uh, anyway. But or does on the flip side does he say, well, hey man, we're going to the SEC, and I might need to do something to. And again, I, I'm just throwing this part against the wall a little, but I might need to go to a place that has a little bit richer uh, uh, recruiting bases from the inside of the state. So I'm kind of throwing that last part against it, but. With the whole SEC and Oklahoma coming into this, where do you think that falls? Uh, that's an interesting question because the state of Oklahoma, especially if you look ahead to the next few years, they've got some top flight talent on the recruiting trail. And again, I don't really think that matters a ton to Lincoln Riley simply because he's not looking to recruit the majority of his roster from within state lines or within a certain radius of Norman, right? He can go pretty much anywhere and be a player for guys. That's why you see them regularly signing guys from D.C. and California and Florida these days. So I don't know that that comes into it as much. But again, you have to keep in mind that recruiting is – an absolute beast 365 days a year. I mean, I cover it. Believe me, there is never a break. And (laughs) so the amount of time, the amount of effort, the amount of energy that is expended in recruiting, I think from that end of things, it would certainly be a little bit easier on Lincoln Riley at a place like LSU that can recruit itself to a certain extent. And OU, OU can recruit itself. I don't think nearly to the same capacity that LSU can, but OU does kind of have that, ability to recruit itself and it will continue to as long as the Sooners are a top 10 team nationally every single year. So as far as recruiting in state, I guess the short answer is I'm not convinced it matters that much, but I do think there could come a point in time at which somebody like Lincoln Riley has done it for long enough. And he says, you know what, this is exhausting. I would love to go somewhere such as the NFL where I don't have to recruit at all or one of those top flight jobs in the SEC where I have to do a lot less in order to get a guy committed to my institution. I lied. Last one. If Lincoln were to go, who do you think would be the next head coach at Oklahoma? <laughs> oh, man. That's a great question. I, mean, I will because throw two- I, I got Josh Heupel, at, for me personally, number one. But Not, Well, mm-hmm. nope. here's what you got to keep in mind. Josh Heupel and that university don't get along. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ex- well, well. I mean – all right. That ever since ever since he day. was fired as offensive coordinator, and uh, lest anyone forget, Josh Heupel's firing is what led the Sooners to pursue to and Link- bring in Lincoln Riley, Riley as right. offensive coordinator. So, right. the end of the Josh Heupel <laughs> era coincided with the beginning of the Lincoln Riley era. But no, I I think Josh Heupel's a tremendous football coach, and he's going to have a lot of success at the University of Tennessee. I think that's a great fit for him, and you see already what he's done stepping into a situation where he had very low expectations. And I think he's exceeded them already. And granted, Tennessee has not been a powerhouse this season by any stretch of the imagination. But I think most people were expecting that team not to win more than three or four games this year based on exactly. So what he's done is remarkable. He has that program certainly headed in the right direction. I think the two top candidates, the two, and I don't know if they would necessarily be the two top candidates because obviously Joe Castiglione, on the Oklahoma athletic director, um, he would do his due diligence to find the next head coach and he would conduct a lengthy series of interviews. And who knows, perhaps the next guy has absolutely no connection to the university that's pre-existing. That could be, but th- if you're looking for guys with a previous tie, I will throw two names out there. One of them is South Carolina head coach, Shane Beamer. 
who was most recently on staff at Oklahoma before he took the South Carolina job, served as the associate head coach for three seasons from 2018 to 2020. He is very well respected as a football mind and as a recruiter, and he's done a tremendous job thus far at South Carolina. And similar to Josh Heupel has exceeded some really, really astronomically low expectations in year one. So I certainly think Shane Beamer would receive a call. And if you're looking at a guy that would get promoted from within, I think the real easy answer is Alex Grinch, right? right. That's the one that everybody's going to point to. But for my money, I think the guy that would get promoted or that I would promote if I'm in Joe Castiglione's shoes is Jamar Kane, the outside linebackers coach and defensive ends coach for the Sooners, who has only been on staff with Oklahoma for two years. But Make no mistake, as far as the positional coaches go that are on staff with Oklahoma, he has made by far the biggest difference on the recruiting trail. He's shown a propensity to effectively recruit at positions that are outside his purview, and he's very well respected among players and among recruits alike, just generally a very likable human being. And he's got that he's got that it factor that you look for in a coach where He's not obnoxiously over the top like you think about a guy like Butch Jones, right? But he's also not exceedingly docile to the point where <laughs> you wonder about his tenacity as a coach. So right. Jamar Kane is kind of that happy medium and really strikes a chord with pretty much anybody he comes across, whether that's a recruit, whether that's a player, whether that's a fellow coach. Nobody will say anything but good things about Jamar Kane. And I think he is certainly a guy that will be a head coach one day. I don't know if that's at Oklahoma or elsewhere. But if the circumstance arose where Lincoln Riley headed somewhere else and Oklahoma had to go and interview their next head coach or for their next head coach, I should say, I think the guy on staff right now that would be my top candidate is Jamar Kane. I appreciate everything that you have done and said on the show. I know that there's a lot of angry LSU fans because of what you said, <laughs> but that is neither here nor there, and we get in this business to know that we'll have mean tweets and comments thrown at us. But regardless, I, par, uh, I thought you've been fantastic. But tell everybody where they can find all your stuff and everything that you're doing right now. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I know plenty of your listeners won't be super tuned in to coverage of the Oklahoma Sooners, although who knows with all these rumors swirling around, they might be in the coming days. So OUinsider.com is 247 Sports University of Oklahoma affiliate. So we cover all things Sooners over on that site. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Parker Thune. Uh, I try to, <laughs> I dip my hand into a lot of different barrels more so than just Oklahoma coverage. So I'll, uh, I'll tweet and I'll opine on a little bit of everything. So yeah, follow me on Twitter at Parker Thune, if you're so inclined. And again, uh, OUinsider.com on the 247 sports network, by the way, if you're not a 247 sports VIP member, regardless of whatever fan base you follow, which I'm guessing is LSU, head over to the LSU 247 side. I know those guys, they do an awesome job. Shay, Billy, all the staff writers over there. They'll keep you up to date on LSU athletics. And it's one and the same for pretty much all the 247 Sports Network. Those are the guys who are plugged in on the recruiting trail with the team. And so make no mistake, that is the place to go if you're looking for wall-to-wall -wall coverage of your college football team, whoever they are. Thank you, my friend. You've been fantastic. We'll have you on again soon if that day <laughs> arises. But until then, man, you have a good night, and we'll talk soon. Likewise. Take care, Blake. That is Parker Thune. Guys, I thought he was fantastic. <laughs> I, I, look, I, <laughs> I, can't, I keep seeing things like this.
He says, you giving the church microphone back? <laughs> Y'all chill out, man. Look, Parker said what he said. He shot his shot. We'll see. I don't agree with him um, necessarily. Um, a lot of people are in it. So let's do this. Let's go to the top because there's a lot of comments. Um, right off the top, he asked me about Dave Aranda. Um, let, let me say this very quickly about about the Dave Aranda thing. and Because he talked about it and I said it wasn't really public knowledge. Um, I have been told that there has been a feeling out process to Dave about LSU. So I just want to clarify my stance on that. I'm not saying he got an interview or anything like that. Um, but I do know that there was a feeling out process, and that's not from the LSU side. Um, that's from elsewhere. Uh, Malcolm T says he loves OU. He won't state the obvious. Well, I think that, you know, look, he gave – here's what we should take from this interview with Parker is I think that it's always good to take from the other side. Now, we can all sit here as LSU fans and say, oh, well, he doesn't know LSU and this, that, and the third. That's true. Parker might not know everything about LSU or the state of Louisiana, but he is giving you the feeling around Oklahoma, which I do think is a good thing for us to know and to hear and to learn. He even said that in his opinion, LSU is a top a top two job in the country and it's better than Oklahoma. So with that being said, I think that there is worry and there is a lot of worry around Oklahoma and Norman that Lincoln would pack up his bags and head on down to Baton Rouge. Sometimes you have to listen to things instead of act and actually listen to what's being said and not hear them. You you understand what I'm saying? Hint, hint, wink, wink. Ryan Tito sends us a $5 super chat. He says, wow. <laughs> Adam Adams says they won't, they won't be in the top 10 in the SEC. I don't, be, I don't agree with that either. Um, I, I, don't, I don't agree with that either. I, I think they come into the SEC and struggle. Because when you got to go against Arkansas and you got to go against LSU and Auburn and Mississippi, guys, Mississippi State's not a pushover anymore. Uh, they're not. And then you got to play Alabama and you got to play Georgia and you got to play Texas and you got to play Kentucky. That's not, you're going to lose games. You're going to lose games. Uh, Ryan Williams from the Drake Williams Law Firm says he's making more sense now. Yeah, because he came out the gate pretty strong. He came out the gate pretty strong. <laughs> Elwin says, dude, like holding that ice cream cone microphone. Uh, Jimbo said, who that says, I, it needs to be 171 likes in here since it's 171 people watching. Is that how many people's watching on YouTube? I did not know that. So, however many people are watching on YouTube, we just have a cumulative number of 472. Uh, everyone does need to hit that like and share. Uh, L. Riley, looks like Lincoln Riley's YouTube burner account, says this guy sounds is a hell of a homer. Well, what did you expect? What did you expect? Uh, and Malcolm T. says Blake went there. Yeah, we, we went there. We went there. Fire in your questions. If you got questions, put hashtag ask Blake. I'll, I'll answer them. Um, damn, we don't have a whole hell of a lot of time. 
Uh, Pooh Bear says, it doesn't matter where your stuff is. <laughs> That's true. Oh, Chad. Chad was coming at it pretty hot. Chad was upset. Chad was upset. And Jacob says, screw this stuff. Or screw his stuff, excuse me. Brian says, this guy defies OU arrogance and how he frames the OU positive and overlooks how poor OU has done in college footballs. Guys, I don't agree that that Oklahoma has a better recruiting ground and a better recruiting base nationally or in its state than LSU. That's a positive. I don't believe – I fully don't believe that Oklahoma will match what LSU is about to sell. And and that's an opinion. They're not going to match – I don't believe that they're going to match that. I don't believe that they match – Eight years, ninety-six million. When they're already paying, Link, they're only paying Lincoln Riley seven and a half million right now. So is Oklahoma prepared to go from seven and a half million to anywhere from twelve, twelve and a half, maybe even fifteen million? I don't think that they do that. I, I don't think that they do that. So there are a lot of things in there that I don't agree with Parker. But again, again. We all need to hear that because it's good. Guys, there's not there's not going to be an Oklahoma guy that I go out there and get that tells you, yeah, he's coming to LSU. There's not going to be one. Parker is really the only Oklahoma guy out there right now who is saying LSU's a top two job. I promise you that. All right. Fire in your questions, hashtag Ask Blake. Uh, Kevin Dunn. What's up, Kevin? Oh, you paying $12 million? I don't. I don't think that they are, Kevin, honestly. Uh, John says, all right, Blake, spill the beans on Dave. Um, I have been – I have been told that certain candidates that are out there who people have said have gotten an interview, they have not gotten an interview. Again, I want to be, I want to be careful with that because when you say something like that, people take it as gospel. And I don't want, I don't want that part out there in that regard because it's not technically what I'm saying in some aspects. But there are some candidates that people are putting out there that have said that, oh, so-and-so is going to get an interview. He's in this tier. He's in that tier. And from what I hear, hasn't even gotten an interview. So, yeah. <laughs> Pooh Bear says, Parker trying to keep his job. Of co- Guys, of course. We're one of the only shows that doesn't have a boss. The boss for AYS is me. Y'all, y'all hitting this man's uh, microphone. God, dog. Uh, Dion Black says he gonna cry in his studio. Come on, man. Uh, Jason on Facebook says, "Oh, you insider. Sure, he's heard that before." <laughs> The Rudy Crew chat is on fire tonight. The Rudy Crew chat is absolutely on fire tonight. Let's me scroll down. There's so many comments flying in here. 
Um, just to make sure I get all these questions. Oh, God. Ryan Thibodeau says, hashtag old money OU. Yeah, and we got shrimp money. We got Bayou money. Guys, you got – you. look, I told you this all the time. And let me say – and let me break this down too. Do you remember a couple weeks ago when everybody was so worried about Ed Orgeron's buyout? Like, y'all remember that? Y'all remember when everybody was so worried about – Oh, my God, we're going to pay $17 million for Ed Orgeron's buyout. Oh, my God. By the way, we're not almost 1,000% for sure. For sure, we're not paying uh, Les Miles anything. I think he mixed, messed it up there. I think he was talking about uh, uh, Paul Maneri. But you're about to pay Ed Orgeron $17 million not to coach. And then you're offering, allegedly, guys like Lincoln Riley $12 million per year. I do not, if this deal comes to fruition, I don't want to hear a damn thing, a damn thing about money anymore. Guys, the way that this shit works is boosters give money. Go look at what's happening with Mel Tucker. The same thing that I told you Monday night about people falling off the board. Go look at what's going on with Mel Tucker. A booster gets recognized at a game and gives a shitload of money to keep Mel Tucker, and he's about to sign, I think, what was it, a 10-year, 9.5 or $95 million contract? 10 years, $95 million. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I am here to tell you or of AYS Rudy Crew. LSU has a F ton of money. And I'm not talking about F ton Reed. I'm talking about big, bad rack stacks. As you, the, I'm trying to think. As the famous poet Mike Jones would say. We got fat stacks. <laughs> fat stacks. Uh, Jason Morgan sends us a nine ninety nine super chat. Thank you very much, Jason. He says, "Does this dude not know about Louisiana old money and Louise LSU recruiting?" That dude was nervous, and you could tell. Uh, I don't think that he does. But again, when you hear something from a Oklahoma, from somebody at Oklahoma or somewhere else, you got to take you got to guys. I tell you this all the time. You, sometimes you got to sift through the BS. I tried to pull it out of him about Lincoln Riley coming to LSU, and he wasn't having it. So, is what it is. Uh, Jimbo Hudat says community coffee money, boys. Yeah. The Siraj family. Oh, and Jason, I already said this, but thank you for the super chat, my friend. Uh, Bryce says, Port Fushon is greater than the state of Oklahoma. Uh, Chris Barnhill says, J-Boy seems to think Lincoln Riley to LSU. Well, let me clarify about what Jake said. Jake said, um, Jake said that he had been offered. Jake did not say that... It was a done deal. Jake said he would be an idiot not to take that deal, which, it look, 
guys, I'm I'm sorry to tell everybody this that will listen. Um, if you're offered ninety six million dollars a year and you turn that shit down, guys, we're not talking about generational wealth. We're talking about multitudes, like long term wealth, like. Years and years, hundreds of years if you play that right. That man, shit. Gerald Hollyfield says that we got old money too. Yeah, we do. And look, LSU's not going to get outbid. And what should have shown, what, what this is showing you is Joe Oliva, how horrible Joe Oliva was. If it all comes to be true. I'm not going to back down on my claim about this Lincoln-Riley thing. It's an opinion. I've said from the beginning it was an opinion. So everybody's saying I'm talking about sourcing and everybody getting butt hurt, acting like a little bitch because I'm talking about Lincoln-Riley can honestly shut the hell up because we're going to talk about LSU until the day that AYS is no more or to the day that I die, which I hope is not for 96 more years. Same amount of millions that Lincoln Riley's going to get. <laughs> uh, Gage on YouTube says, Hashtag asks Blake, would OU have having to pay in to get to the SEC affect them bringing Riley to $12.5 million over 10 years? You know, that's something that I don't think was talked about really. And I don't know, Gage, if there's a scenario where ESPN doesn't help Oklahoma out there. You you know what I'm saying? Like, does Oklahoma pay out Texas and, 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 and OU's buyout, their conference buyout to get them in here sooner, or do they wait to 2025? We don't know that yet. If they wait until 2025, um, then yeah. Ryan Williams says, walk-ons and canes got us covered. Shit. If y'all think those kind of – I mean, come on, guys. Come on. Uh, Curtis Keaton sends us some stars via Super Chat. Thank you, uh, thank you, my friend. Uh, Aaron Adams says, racks on racks on racks. Stacks on stacks on stacks. We didn't have a lot of time. Damn, I wanted to get to mean tweets, too. And coaching carousel. Got a lot of y'all firing in here. Before y'all get out, before we get out of here in the next couple of minutes, um, do us a, do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Don says, I will be glad when this is over. And I know a lot of people feel that way. It's an emotional it's an emotional time. And I still believe that LSU, it, you know, look, man, it, it, it's a tough time and a lot of fans are, 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 are aggravated with it. But, look, LSU actually has a game, right? Like, LSU still actually has a game um, to play in ULM this week. And, I, they're, look, they're pulling out the – the purple and white helmets, I believe. Uh, Blaine Smith says, we got that AYS money, ball. Shit. Let me tell you something. If you think, hey, we, look, look, shit, I ain't going there. I'll throw a stack on it. Shit. All right, last couple, then we're getting out of here. Amanda says, hashtag ask Blake, do you think OU joins the SEC earlier then they think and pay that large buyout, OU. Yeah, and she goes on to ask about it. Um, Amanda, I think that ESPN's going to some way try to find a way to help them out there. But if they do 
have to pay it. Like, if, if Oklahoma does have to pay that buyout to get into next year, but see, here's the thing. They don't have to pay that, and if they want to stay until 2025, and then they come to the SEC, I'm sure that there's some kind of deal that ESPN and the SEC have put together um, behind closed doors for them to do that. Now, I, I don't know that. I don't have that sourced. I, I, I'm just speculating of what I think. I, I don't know that. But if that's the case, that's a good point to be made that Oklahoma would have to pay out, and then are they going to pay Lincoln Riley $12 million a year? Uh, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that. <laughs> he didn't have no Britney Spears posters on his wall. You, know, you do know what was on his wall, sideline passes to all the Oklahoma games. You, you do get that. You do guys know this, that media members don't get those. That little, okay. Media members don't get those. Last one. Um, a lot of people talking about Richard Lipsy. You talking about Booster Richard Lipsy? Why is everybody talking about Richard Lipsy? Last one is from Brian Williams. This is hashtag Ask Blake. Do you think LSU actually gets into a bowl? I hope that they don't, and I'll end it here. No, I hope that they don't, and I, I know that sounds awful. Um, I want them to be in a bowl game. I want to see more LSU football. I don't want... Uh, uh, Ed Orgeron around longer than he's going to be. I still f- here's what I believe: either the Bruce Feldman tweet today about Lincoln Riley not coming is either one of three things. And number one, I still believe, um, maybe not the most, but either it came from Derek Panamsky and Ed Orgeron, which would make a lot of sense. Uh, number two, it came from Scott Woodward to hush all this down and to give a lot of uh, you know tell a lot of people to to be quiet. Or number three, it did come from Oklahoma, um, and we can't we can't not say that it if that it did or it didn't, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> that was a Bieber poster, not not Spears. Come on, man. All right, guys, we will see y'all again tomorrow. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of talk, a lot of LSU football and Lincoln Riley. Uh, but until then, guys, we'll see y'all again soon. You guys have a good night. <laughs> Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.